Hey everyone, and welcome back to another week with the HLP. This week, I'll go ahead and let you get right on into the episode. So, welcome to episode 245, Ice Ice Lady. and things that go boom then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast hey everybody welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 245 and it's kiting time Hell yeah. Time to get kited by my enemies. Run us around the room. You're running around the room. You'll never be able to hit me. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. In, vi- in like video games, when you kite the boss, you usually have like a ranged attack and you run away from them while you throw the ranged attack at them until they die. Because usually the boss is only have wind. Like melee attacks. Ah, I didn't know. I didn't know about these weird descriptions. A kite, it stays like an equal distance away from you no matter where you move. Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. I thought that, yeah. You ever, no. you ever play a video game, really? Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I don't know the terms. You familiar with uh, Benjamin Franklin? <laughs> I am. <laughs> he was kites. He yeah, was kind of like a key on there, huh? Yeah. And the key stayed exactly where it was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> we better start calling some lightning. Exactly, yeah. He's kiting that lightning storm. You know what? We like, we should call in a specialist. I've got a kite guy. Kiting as a verb. <laughs> I'm Googling. What are you Googling? Kiting as a verb. I've never heard this as a verb. Yeah, this is a thing. I know. I'm looking it up. It's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, you can look it up, but the definition is not different than what we, yeah, well, I mean, we just Call us, call us Merriam-Webster because we just gave you the definition of kiting. Emily, I see you sneakily uh, having a drink over there. What, what's What's in that? Oh, yes. Today I have a vodka, coconut, pineapple, sparkling water. It is quite refreshing. Did you guys get a, a, a temperature boost this week over in uh, in jolly old Minnesota? Yes. It's been like up in the 80s this week. It's been wild. It, it's It's absolutely crazy. I have never still seen like mounds of snow still on the ground and it be 90. Does, uh, like, when this happens so early in the year, does Santa's elves just, like, die? Probably. Like, they weren't ready to go. Yeah, it's they like need, when, need more snow. It's like yeah. when the crocuses bloom too early and mm-hmm. then it snows again. Yeah. yeah. And all the reindeer are dead, too. It's going to mm. be a sad Christmas this year. Yeah. Shame. Oh. These global warming <laughs> is yeah, us all. Only, if only I had known about that before. Would have really changed my plans. Yeah. And you got to get them the cold version of greenhouse so they can mm-hmm. duke it out. <sighs> Where's Snowmiser when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, the state of Minnesota already outlawed him because he's too much. Ah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Everything freezes in his clutch. <laughs> Guys, it is. The heat miser's been here to see <laughs> Barreling towards like reverse late summer, baby. summer or like late spring, early right. summer. We can't be talking about this right now. We <laughs> had an entire episode about it. Uh, sounds like Minnesota's looking like Southtown, USA. 
Steve, what'd you get to drink? I, I got two things, man. I'm drinking a Golden Monkey from Victory. That's fun. Belgian-style triple ale with added spice. And then I'm uh, going to be headed on over to uh, Ham's Country for my second beer. Nice. That's all. Brooks? Yep. So on the... Uh the eve of one of the hottest days already this year i figured you know what just a cold cold beer would be all right so i've got i've got an all-day ipa like one of the last (laughs) nice i'm drinking an eviscerated pathway of beauty which is a double pale ale with citra and oats from tired hands an intense name it is an intense name (laughs) intense can art too it's pretty wild Intense flavor as well. Uh, Haley, you got the Patreon bevs, don't you? Yes, I do. I have a drink that I do believe was written for... Steve? Steve. Oh. Actually, no. This one was written for Chris, but he's not on the show yet. So I know he's... Right, I was going to say, I know this was, had to have been written for Chris because it's a little schemer punch, but I figured since Chris wasn't an option on this show... Nobody would, you know, actually recommend a drink for something someone who's not on here. Uh, um, and so therefore, I like the next closest person would be Steve. Wait, what the fuck is going on with the drink poll? Last week we had a drink that was on there for so long that it was Halloween themed, and now we have something for Chris who's not even going to be on this show for another <laughs> like two months. That's like an eight month swing. What is going on? <laughs> the drink department is. Not what it used to be, Steve. Jesus Christ. Drink department really, you know, the <laughs> pandemic really impacted us all, but like the Guess drink department, so. they're really struggling higher in there. <sighs> Supply chain issues. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> they missed the fall selection. <laughs> Jesus. Would you like to know what my drink is? <laughs> sure. A little schemer punch. Uh, suggested by Newt. It's two ounces of gin, half ounce of orange liqueur, one ounce of fresh lemon juice, a drizzle of simple syrup, and garnish with an orange slice. I, I, it won't be good to me. Did you garnish it? No, I didn't garnish it. I'm not going to garnish a drink I know I don't like. Hey, garnish it. What if that makes it better? It's not. Mm, I, what if it I, makes I, a drink? Mm. You know what they say. It's you drink with your eyes. Gin and citrus. <laughs> gin and citrus. The building blocks to most little schemer punches. <sighs> Sour. Sour, yeah, just like, just like the schemes. Mm. But then they're sweet. Yeah, first they're sour though. <laughs> first they're sour for for a long time. It's like heartburn. And then in retrospect, they're sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Steve and I got to roll off for the for the for the dub. Oh, that's right. Everyone Enjoy. wins. Everyone wins here. Yeah, this is like a reverse alien versus predator, where there was whoever wins, we lose. Whoever wins. We win. We also win. Yeah. <laughs> so all in good fun. Let's real, see what real, happens. Just a real beauty of a boys month. Oh, you got it. Natural one. Wow. 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 <sighs> wow. I I honestly thought the last one that I had, my last victory was my last victory of this, uh, this adventure path, but I guess not. How the exciting. Hit, the hits keep coming. Wow. wow. You actually might have more than me. Hmm. It has been a Campbell drought uh, since the last time you won. Yeah. Oh, there's always next campaign. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's true. You're adding a fifth wrinkle into yeah. it. <laughs> and another wrinkle is you got to... 
how low does that put your chances? You got a twenty percent chance to win now, but mm-hmm. you'll Oof, you'll be at that's a right. You'll be at like a sixteen six or something. Yeah, something like that. Sixteen six. That sounds right. Nearly five percent less chance of winning. Wow, that's statistically. I, for I, the first I guess round. I really hadn't. My my agent hadn't disclosed that to me. The ties are going to be pretty brutal once we got another person. Yeah, yeah. there's going to be brawls. <laughs> but you know, fortunately. That just adds another chance for the boys' month to keep on rolling. Wow, good point. Mm. You know what? Forty-two odds. Who who am I? Who am I to say that another boy can't can't join? Welcome to the fold, <laughs> yeah, Chris. Welcome to yeah, the fold. Well, well, yeah, board. yeah. First, we're get, we're we're drinking your drink, uh, and and then here we are uh, saying welcome. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start calling it make a four to two save because it's four to two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that that that's clever. <laughs> that's very good. It absolutely <laughs> went over my head at first. Yeah. Checks out. <laughs> well, anyway, when last we left our heroes, they found out a lot of information in the Alchemist lab, mainly about the creation of the Carrying Crown Elixir as well as the fate of Sawyer Saverine. They made their way to bed in the magnificent mansion, uh, but were invaded in the night by Nana Opal, who uh, kind of veiled, threatened them uh, not to continue any further. They weren't bothered for the rest of the evening, and in the morning continued on. They met a couple haunt siphon stoners in this area that kind of looks like some sort of lounge, and then... Two chitin, well, I don't know if I revealed that they're chitons, but they're blue women covered in chains uh, came came out of the woodwork. Um, and I and now I need you guys to roll for initiative. Wait, are chitons actually something people know about? I know we talked about chitin, <laughs> but are chitons like something people know about? Yeah, so in first edition, chitons are the same thing as like Cenobites from the Hellraiser franchise. I don't know what that is either. They're like devils but not they're like sadistic pain monsters oh and now they like live on the shadow plane with Zonkathon oh well that's even funnier that one of them's Flothy <laughs> yeah uh, in Starfinder and I think second edition as well they get renamed to Velstrak mm-hmm. I'm not sure why I'm not sure if Chitin was like a trademark name somewhere I don't know like a Abolath oh, or Zolkath uh, here's, here's the reason Velstrax called chitons by those outside their society. These creatures call themselves Velstrax. Some mortals refer to them as chitons, a misuse of the word Velstrax used to denote a master. So, like, totally different. Like, the, the Velstrax themselves use the word chiton to, to say, like, a, a master. Like, they use that as the word master. So everyone thought that that was them. Mm, like, the lizard folk refer to themselves as a Ruxy. Right. Mm, I see. I see how it is. Right, well, I'm going to roll for initiative. Yeah, go ahead. Anyways, I, I, I had to look them up. Let me get uh, let me get Ikmer's roll. What you got, Brooks? All right. That was a 11 on the die, but it's going to go to a 17. And Matumbe. Oh, interesting you ask, because it's also a 17. <gasps> Six. Uh, initiative bonus. Eight. Oh. Oh. How about Tulia? 24. 
And Durin. 22. And Eclipse. 13. <laughs> I was mad. I rolled a 19 and an 8. Ah. Uh, Lyra. 19. Oh, thank God. Break my characters up. And Uska. 22. What's your modifier versus Durin's? I probably got it. I got a 12. Yeah, only a plus 9. Uh, Ooh, that's a little higher than I would have thought. That's nice. And Air Bear. 32. Which means, which means your characters have now been broken up, Steve. Mm-hmm. And hers are not. Uh, yes, at the expense of Emily's characters, <laughs> mine are broken up. <laughs> I don't like this. Okay, so at the start of combat, it is Air Bear's turn. Hmm. This lounge is very strangely laid out. We can see down, I guess, down this lounge pretty far, but we can't see some of the outcoves closest to us. So Air Bear is going to turn on his boots of speed, run past Ikmer, and stop just 20 feet ahead and survey the, the the rest of the rooms. Okay. However, moving through the square you just kind of walked through does provoke from the hasty chitin that you now see to your left. Okay. And so a chain springs out to hit you. A 38. Just barely, but yeah. 16 points of damage, which immediately makes you think these creatures not only have a pretty substantial reach in your mind that would be at least 15 feet, but they also have combat reflexes. Mm-hmm. Because you're definitely the first to act here. He is going to look back through through the haze that he's kind of stepped in and shout back to to the rest of the party there is one just to my right here and I only see the one down the hall past that and they are very quick by the way um, and then to finish out Erver's turn he is going to challenge the chitin that hit him that he is closest to. The hate Are you going to move up to that chitin? Because you did activate your boots of speed, so you have 40 feet of movement. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Why wouldn't I do that? I will, yeah, continue my movement. Yeah, I, I figured you just stopped at 20 feet to survey the room before deciding which direction you were going to go. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. You have 40 feet in one move, so you could move up. Um, are the boots of speed a free action? Yes. Swift action? Free action? So then you can still challenge as a swift and attack once. Yeah. Ooh, favor, uh, ranger favored enemy off, guys. These aren't uh, undead. Keep that in mind. Ooh, thank you very much. Mm, if only I had sonic damage. <laughs> Lyra hasn't started singing yet. <laughs> the one time I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it's starting hot. It's an 18 on the die for a 40 total. 40 will hit. Oh. And I assume that's a critical threat. That is. 
Oh my goodness. The implications here. <laughs> oh, that is that is awful. Uh, with a three on the die, that will probably not do it with a oh, 25. Nope, that's not going to do it, but it is still a hit. That's fine. Oh, I didn't even put in my critical focus. Would a... Uh, 29 still would not. Okay. All right, with that, 37 damage. 37 damage. And you're attacking the hasty one. Okay, good damage. However, I need you to make me a fortitude save. Oh, boy. As you look into its eyes to swing at it directly, your muscles begin to freeze up. Oh boy. And I've used my Oh no, I could use resolve. I think I think I really really don't want to lose this save. Or yeah, fail this save. So I am going to use my resolve. Ooh, 17 on the die. Yeah, you should be fine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you feel this like this internal chill as you lock eyes with it. Um however, you're able to shake it off. Next in the order is the fluffy chitin, who is going to go ahead and cast an ice storm into the group of allies, or into into your group. Oh, Bear Bear would have said uh, that can't you can't look into the eyes. Can't wait to fight this battle with my eyes closed. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, your, your characters have all dealt at least at one point with a gaze attack, so you would know that, you know, you can avert your eyes uh, to get a bonus against the save, you can close your eyes to not have to make the save, um, or you can just attack, uh, and you'll have to make the save, uh, and that's if you're, like, within the range of the gaze, um, so that's kind of a choice you'll have to make whenever you decide to you know, go up and fight these things. So from the back of the room, you see clouds form at the ceiling uh, right above the group as hail begins to fall and the sleet and snow falls on the entire group. Besides Air Bear, you're going to take... There is no save for, for this spell. So you're just going to take 14 points of bludgeoning damage and... eight points of cold damage. Now this entire area is difficult terrain and you take a minus four on perception checks uh, when you're in it. How much? Eight cold damage. Oh baby. I mean, I'm not happy about it, but... Then this creature is going to move up to flank Air Bear. So she's threatening you with her chains right now. Um, wow. Tulia, it is your turn. You really can't see into the room from where you're at. Uh, you can kind of see like a sliver, but there's no enemies there. Uh, and it's made even more difficult by this ice storm that's just like hailing down on you. 
Yeah, so what does it do to the terrain again? Difficult? It's just difficult terrain to walk through. and Well, it actually is difficult terrain to fly through because it's... Hailing? Yeah. Mm. So it's just difficult terrain as a whole, huh? Oof, that sucks. Unless, unless you have slippers. Sure, Brooks, unless you have slippers. If you got the slippers of moving through snow. Uh, let's see. Or something like freedom of movement, obviously. If any of you still have that on. Julia was in a slightly different position, this would be better. Like, if she was where Uska was, that would be freaking phenomenal. Well, I do think she has to get to trying to move, because she can't see anything where she's at regardless. Uh, don't love it, but I do have to move at least enough that I can see something. Oh, that was something. And let me see, that was 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. That is her full movement, and she just moved through Uska Square, through Eclipse and Lopper Shared Square, and then Diagonal, and now she's right between Igmer and Matumbe, and that was her whole movement, and now she can see the fluffy chitin. Looking extra fluffy down there. <laughs> Hell yeah. She thick. She is. Like, this art is quite thick. Well-defined thighs. You better- I can give you the... I can give you the... Uh, PNG if you want to go print a body pillow of it or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Do you have front and back? Uh, ooh, I don't know. Okay. Well, let me know. We can talk Steve, off air. Steve, <laughs> just just make sure that you've got your uh, your settings on on premium potato. Oh, I, Brooks. Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right. Well, Tulia has moved. I think I would like to do a knowledge check. Sure. It's going to be a knowledge planes. Wow, that's a, that's my best one. Neat. That was a natural 20 for a 42. Ooh. 42, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Let's see, that should get you four questions. Oh, okay, cool. What special defenses? Special defenses, they have DR, they are immune to cold. They have spell resistance and they have regeneration. What's the DR? Is DR 10 good? Okay. Okay. Um, do we want to know the regeneration thing? Sure. How do we stop them from regenerating? Uh, you would have to do damage from a good weapon or spell. Okay. It is regeneration 5. Okay. Okay. And then uh, Matuba can get the rest, but I want to know if they have any weaknesses. Weaknesses. They are vulnerable to fire. Okay, great. That is what I was hoping for. The spell resistance sucks, but I was really hoping I would hear vulnerable to fire. Unfortunately, the one that I can see in my sights is 30 feet away and Ikmer is directly in the way. So I can't cast what I wanted to, which is a dragon's breath. Because either a 30-foot cone or a line is, is going to hit Ikmer. So I think Tulia will use um, a charge from the Wand of Magic Missiles. Okay. That's, does that... So I need to roll for spell, spell resistance. Yes. Okay. And let me go. Gotta pop from the wand into my own spells to know spell resistance. All right. Is it the same when casting from a wand? I, I don't know. Great question. <laughs> that's a 
I have no idea. Uh, it's a question I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> uh. Only a dweeb would know the answer to this one. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I found a bit of a shrimp nibbler. Oh, Gross. God. <laughs> Hidden behind a dice tray. Use the caster level of the item without benefits from feats, racial traits, or similar character abilities. How do you do that? <laughs> it's a wand of magic missile at a certain level, right? Yeah, it's 15. Okay, so you would use the caster level. Just 15? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. Okay, so that is three lower than my normal. That's a 19 on the dot. You're fine. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. And now I guess roll 5d4. Got 15 points of force damage. Coming at Fluffy. Okay. All right. Overall, relatively successful turn. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's now the Hasty Chitin's turn. And with Air Bear flanked, they are going to reach out to touch him. Damn. Who's going? The other Chitin. Oh. Weirdly enough, they are not in my initiative checker in that order. It's right on mine. Yeah, I'm just reloading. All right. That is a natural 20. No. No, I won't have it. I won't have it. Uh, you won't have it? Yes. Let me, let me see if uh, I can confirm here. It is a 31 against touch. Well, yeah, obviously. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. Oh, sorry. I needed to take my fiver. Uh, take a fiver. Or no. No, that's not what I was doing. Um, okay, so I need you to make me a fortitude save now. I would like to use one of my abilities to... You've already used an immediate My immediate action, action is that what it was? Or that's mm-hmm. what... Yep, you're right. That's exactly what this takes. Damn, I used it too early. 33. Okay. You're gonna take some damage here. I have a map question. Mm-hmm. Are the big uh, groovy circle things on here, uh, is that like an area rug or some a hatch? Yeah, it's like an area rug. Um, cool design. It looks you take 14, haunted though. 14 points of cold damage and 18 points of evil damage. Uh, however, because you succeeded on the save, you don't need to make a will save. And then she's going to take a five-foot step onto the pillows. Durin. Okay, so Durin is at the back of this group, and with the exception of Bear, who is uh, soloing these two chitin whip ladies, everyone is kind of crammed in this little turny hallway to get into the... Uh, the Haunt Collector Whippets Boys room. But in Flanking Air Bear, the second chitin lady moved herself into a position that Durin, at the back of the party, in the still in the poop room, has a direct line of sight on her. So what he is going to do, he's going to take a quick moment to try and, if there are any gaps left to fill in, fill the gaps in on the knowledge here, because he's got some pretty decent planes as well 
Ooh, wish I saved that for the attack roll. That's a natural 20 for a 40. Nice. Uh, yeah, that is three questions. All right. So we have weaknesses. We have special defenses. And you got what the DR and regeneration are. DR, regeneration. I get a weakest save. Weakest save is will. Okay. Special attacks. Or no, special abilities. Special abilities. Hey, fuck it, give me both. That'll be okay. three questions. It has an ability called Perfect Freeze uh, that it can use three days or three times a day. It's a touch attack. It does cold damage and evil damage. Mm-hmm. A fortitude save halves that damage. A creature that fails the fortitude save must then make a will save or become permanently ice. So much oh. like the spell Flesh to Stone. Uh, well, it's not permanent because if you become ice, you die in 12 hours. Unless you are returned to a state of not ice. Let's see. They have an unnerving gaze. So that gaze is a 30-foot gaze. You're not currently affected by it as Durin. It can stagger you on a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. It's attacks all deal energy damage. Um, cold, as you might suspect. It can attack you in melee or in range with either its chains, its claws, or it can pull um, icicles out of itself and throw them at you. Um, Mm. It has several spell-like abilities. Um, Constantly has the ability to airwalk, can use Cone of Cold three times per day, can use Dimension Door three times per day, can use Ice Storm three times per day, uh, can use Plane Shift at will, and can use Polar Ray once per day. These are all cast at a caster level of 16. Whoa. Okay. Ooh, yeah, we do not want to stand in a row. So there are some tools in the toolbox there. All right. Um, that was everything, right? Yep. Great. So then he is going to take a quick move action to get into like almost a half crouch, pull an arrow from the quiver on his back and attach a good bomb to it. Then he is going to that move action, getting into the crouches and enabling my bullseye shot ability, bumping my to hit and then pull back on the bow and let fly. Seeing if I can hit this lady. Okay. There goes another natural 20. Yeah. There you go. Roll the confirm. Okay. Boys week continues. Natural one. Aww. Natural one. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I got the 20 where it counts. Yep. Yeah. So you, on the you do hit. So um, honestly, unless I roll high on my 2d6, it's probably going to get eaten up by the DR. But really, it was just a matter of me being able to touch her so the bomb can go off. And with nine points of piercing damage, that does not cut through her DR. However, maybe it impales her a little bit and she looks down and maybe chuckles or whatever. I don't know. She's a kite and she's evil and likes pain mm-hmm. and then realizes that there's a fucking bomb attached to it, which explodes, dealing 31 points of good damage. Okay, yes. that all appears to cut through. And then as this holy light blasts her away and uh, she's not undead, so I'm going to need a fortitude save. I don't think she has much in the way of, like, yeah, not really many special immunities. Let me just make sure this icy fiend doesn't give her anything weird. Uh, it's If you're looking for anything specific, it gets staggered. 
yeah, I don't, the, the icy fiend thing just is how they get through that difficult terrain. Like, they can walk through mm. the difficult terrain. They're immune to cold. Um, natural 20 for me. Okay. Well, wow. no staggered. No staggered. Burnt to natural 20. Hey. But yeah, did some okay damage on the bomb, and it all cut through, and that's his turn. Okay. Uska. Air Bear heals five hit points. Aw, thank you. Yeah, it seems like he really needs it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and unfortunately, where Uska is standing right now, she can see one of the chitons, but she can't actually see Air Bear. But she can hear the combat going on, I'm sure, so she knows something is happening. I don't know, you take a minus four to perception checks <laughs> in the in the storm, <laughs> the ice storm. The hail is too <laughs> loud. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty loud in there. Yeah, you could definitely, uh, you probably even saw Air Bear get hit by a chain as he walked down. Yeah, before. <laughs> and then he, you know, turned. Mm-hmm, before the storm even started. Uska is going to fly up to the front of the party, and while she's flying towards Ikmer, she also goes up, and so she, if the ceilings allow, will go up 10 feet in the air. How much uh, fly speed do you have? 40 feet. Okay, you are good to go with that then. Yeah, thankfully I can take the diagonal there. I just saw 15 on the ground, so. Yep. And now she can see Air Bear, and he is within 30 feet. So she pulls out a few golden threads in front of her, giving him protective luck. Nice. And that will be her whole turn. Lyra is up then in the in the back, but still somehow able to must have put this character in like the worst spot possible uh, for like half of you to be able to see. That was very <laughs> nice of you. Yeah, you're you're all welcome. I'm gonna move her next turn. Are you on top of Ikmar? Yes. But flying. Flying? Yes. Yeah. So you, she is not impeding your movement at all. Lyra is going to start singing. Singing in the hell. Singing in the hell. There's not really a good spot for Lyra to move up to. This hallway is pretty clogged at the moment. But she is able to see one of the chitons. She pulls out an old trusted spell. A little burst of radiance. A little boist. So she, there is spell resistance. So I will roll versus that. Ooh, before you do, well, you can go ahead and roll that. And then I'm actually going to need Uska to make me a roll too. Ooh, okay. Unfortunately. Darn it. Ooh, this is a 24. Meets beats on that spell resistance oh. roll. Yikes. All right. Well, I need a reflex save now. All right. I can get you that. That is a 34. Oh, wow. Yep. That uh, definitely beats it. If it's possible to be dazzled for this creature, it's dazzled for one round. Sure. And then I'm taking some damage, I'm sure. Yes. Hmm. Some holy damage. So this is a good spell, but it doesn't specify what kind of damage, but it's just evil creatures that take the damage. If it's a good tag spell, it will stop the regeneration. Sweet. It is. And I guess, yeah, holy and good are different. My bad. 15 points of damage. Nice. Nice. That all appears to go through. I do need Uska to make me a fortitude save, though, as you've gotten within the 30-foot aura 
for the gaze. You guys are putting some hurt, especially on the fluffy one. The only one we can see. Yeah. Fortitude is my worst save for Uska. That is a 24. 24 just makes it. Oh. Nice. You're just outside. I think you're... She is also up in the air, so I think that helps a little, too. There is a reason. I don't know. You can look. Yeah, I I do need Tulia to make one, too. I'm sorry. For some reason, I thought you were just out of it. No, you're fine. I just knew I was 30 feet away, and I was like, most things have a range of either 20 or 30 and not 25. So that's why I was like, huh. Feels like maybe I unfortunately do. Yeah, but Uska, you're good. You're not staggered. Awesome. Oh, no. Before it is revealed... Uska could give you a little bone. Oh, wait. You went before Uska. Never Techni- mind. Yeah, technically this happened. Yeah, like, shoot. Back on Tulia's turn. Is this possibly an enchantment? Let's see. No, it's a gaze. Mind affecting? No. 14. Oh, well, neither of those would have saved you anyway. You are staggered for one round. Uh, you feel yourself start to like freeze from the inside out. Oh, man. I really didn't think that I was going to do bad on this and don't remember how bad this can get, but I, I heard not good. No, no, no. This is a different thing. Oh, than different the, thing. This is a different thing than the like being permanently turned to ice. Okay, okay. This okay, is just okay, the okay. gaze, so you are just staggered for one round and, you know. Yeah. Next turn, if you, you know, if you're in that 30 feet and you're looking at them, you'll have to, you know, make another roll. Gotcha. Okay. Matumbe. All right, Matumbe is in the middle of this corridor that is full of hail and sleet and all of this nastiness. So he's going to start moving up. He moves past Tulia, Uska, etc. At this point, I'm going to be entering gazes. Okay. So I roll uh, twice because I'm. So what, what I'm going to say here is like both of both of them did a sight-based thing within mm-hmm. the gaze. Matumbe, sure. you know. You know this gaze thing happens when you get close to them. So if you're just moving up and you're not like targeting anything, you could completely avert your eyes. Mm. It's just going to give them concealment, right? So yeah. it's up to you. Like if you're going up to attack that one and you want to attack it at full. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lay in. Then, 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 yeah, then you'll go ahead and make me the, the um, fortitude save. Okay. In fact, I'll say you can make it as you're running past these three, so you can have your plus three. Makes sense to me. That's that's nice. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let me see if I need it. Okay. I actually don't think I need to throw an inspiration here. I got a three on the die. Well, with a base 18 plus my three bonus from being around friends, that's a 24, which did it before. You're all right. So... All right, Matumbe moves up. He is in the gaze and is going to um, just get up in the face of the one that we put some hurt on. All right, that is going to provoke. That's fine. 19 on the die is going to hit you, though. Oh, I'm sure. Um, You're only going to take 12 points of damage. Okay. But he soaks the AOL and he's right up in this thing's face. I don't think I'm really going to be able to do much damage if I don't Bane, and I'm going to bank on fighting undead for the rest of this dungeon, so he's just going to Bane, even if it's just going to be this one hit. Okay. What kind of creature are you Baning, technically? I think Chitin is a subtype. 
Because if it's an you can because these are outsiders. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you select outsider, you have to do a subtype. We already know they're chitons, so yeah. Bang, I just I chiton. just didn't know. Yeah, because like you can when you do this, you can bane outsider chiton, or you, I think you can bane evil outsider. I think oh, evil I is a subtype of outsider. I guess that makes sense. Okay, that is going to be a thirty-nine. Thirty-nine hits. Okay. Oh, not bad off the the die there. Uh, 31 points of damage, and because I baned, that bumps the plus three book up to a plus five, which is good, so that should cut through the DR. That does cut through the DR. Big hit. Uh, This one's looking bloodied. Sweet. Ikmer. Ikmer is uh, going to say, as Matumbe runs by, it looks like you've got things pretty handled over there. I'm going to go help Air Bear. You see where your loyalties lie, young boy. But I need no assistance, for I have my good friend Eclipse to back me up, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm coming to help you. Thank you. Point stares at you. Boy. <laughs> knows um, that he is going to take an AOO. Yep, you're going to actually take one from each of them. But, you know. Doesn't really fucking matter when you gotta roll a 20. We'll see. Uh, my highest is a dirty 40, which I don't think hits. Mm-mm. So, uh, you're good to go. You move up. Sweet. Oh, um... Now, that was difficult terrain. Do you have freedom of movement on? I have feather step slippers. Ah, okay. So, uh, yeah, he, he slips those bad... Turns those bad boys on. Walking on feathers, baby. And is able to uh, tiptoe. He's got his Nike Feather Force on. <laughs> <laughs> and then get up into the hasty chitons face. Actually, Brooks, you know, it, it would only be rules accurate if we, you know, you have to spend a standard action pumping those up <laughs> in order to get the benefits of difficult terrain. Unfortunately, it's Un- true. unfortunately, you have to pump those what? up. <laughs> the spinners make it worth it. The, spin- the spinner <laughs> shoes. <laughs> oh, there was a time. Yeah, go ahead and take your shot. Yeah, there was a time in back back in the day when I when I saw those in a store and I tried to pump them up while they were still on the shelf. I broke the shelf. <laughs> it was so embarrassing in a department. Straight stores. to mall jail. Straight to mall jail. All right, Lenny from Of Mice and Men. <laughs> oh, we have another definite crit threat. Uh, it's 17 on the die for 42. Yep. Take her to Critty City. <laughs> Good thing they've turned this place into an ice rink. That's why we keep seeing Crady. <laughs> <laughs> he was recently twerking in front of the White House for some reason. That sounds like something Crady would do. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I was like, all right, all right, Crady, you do you. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of hate and there's a lot of love for him. I'm I'm pretty on the fence. Like a lot, a lot of good people on both sides. <laughs> a lot of good people yeah, on both big sides. Big fan. Big Crady fan. fan. I just like when he does the thing where he like pushes his whole gut forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that his belly button changes colors on the rug. Mm. Depending on how he's feeling. I like how he's just openly antagonistic to people. Yeah, I also like that. 
You wanna you wanna confirm that? I do. And all this gritty talk got Ikmer uh, excited. That's an eighteen on the die. Yep, that'll confirm. I'm not too shabby. Um, do you want them separate? Uh, do I want what separate? Your one attack. One attack. Yeah, sure. Your, your critical um, damage. Yeah, roll me your crit separate, please. <laughs> I'll make sure I take out my dr crits. I was talking about the holy damage, but I, oh no, it's all gonna it's it should all cut through because you have a good weapon. Correct. I mean, don't double your holy damage because that's not how crits work with holy weapons. But that is going to be sixty-three damage. Whoo! Wow! Big hit. Well done. Yeah. A juicy crit. And that's your whole turn, so it is Eclipse's turn. And I have the exact amount of movement needed to get directly next to Matumbe. Woo! Do you have freedom of movement? No, but I got a 60-foot fly speed. Ah, yes. I, forget. I always forget your fly speed's double. <laughs> All right. Well, with that in mind, Eclipse was able to get very close. She's next to her best friend, BFF forever, mm-hmm. uh, Matumbe, ready to attack the fluffy chitin. 41. 41 is a hit. That's great. Let's see. That is... Not enough D6s. Hang on. Okay. 35 points of damage. It's not, it feel like quite that much, but it does feel like plenty of it cut through. Uh, that's what I figured. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then the Lopper. He does not have the same movement. No, he gonna have to double move, baby. So he gonna double move and stand under Eclipse next to his good pal mm-hmm. the two <laughs> yeah they're on they're on good terms yeah <laughs> I I do not like this alliance between myself <laughs> just myself hey Uska's backing you up oh that's true well at the top of round two it's Air Bear's turn I just think if you want to be part of the Cool Kids Club you should have also failed your save yeah Get a morgue in your head. Ekmer <laughs> <laughs> says that he's still moseing his spiral. He got a 30-year fixed mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Air Bear is going to do the logical thing. Take a five-foot step forward and attack. Full attack. Start going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Do it, do it. Wow. I think I think it's pretty obvious when my first roll with the highest bonus is less than my last. Oof. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Um, Although you guys have been rolling pretty hot tonight. I will say that. That's true. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of like 40s in the... Uh, yeah. Oh, that's pretty nice. And close to a 40 is a 39. The 39 hits. Awesome. Does it 32? 32 meets beats. Oh. Okay. Well, unfortunately, on the offhand, only the high the highest roll is a thirty-five, and then well, that'll hit still. And then twenty-nine. So only three hits. A few good hits. And you're moving five feet right out, oh, right? Yes, please. Okay, that is one twenty-two. Ooh. Cross three hits. Cross three hits. Jeez. Pretty good. It seems like maybe 30 less than that, but still. 
I mean, even with the DR taken out, that's yeah. solid. Yeah, really uh, last legs over here. Or no, sorry. That was the uh, not quite last legs on this one, but still a huge chunk of damage. Dang, I really, I really wanted to finish her off there. Well, get in line. A lot of people are looking to finish these two. <laughs> Dommy mommies? Hell yeah. <laughs> the slow head shake from Haley over there. <laughs> Alright, it is the fluffy chitin's turn. She's going to step fa- five diagonal feet back and toss a 60-foot cone out of Cone of Cold. Uh, everyone is caught in it. However, Durin and Lyra for sure, and I think I'm going to include Uska and Tulia in this as well, take a plus four bonus to their reflex saves because of the cover of that kind of like going around and through this tunnel here. Oh, sure. Um, so, so yeah, everybody give me a reflex save, please. I believe Tulia would like to expend a, a greater power, great power, greater expense. Okay. All right, I've got totals if you're ready. Sure. All right, Matumbe has a 37 huge numbers from the tomb. Yeah, tombs is good, and he's got that... Uh, Ring of evasion. Yep, so he's he's taking nothing. In the clear. Durin's not doing terrible either. He has a 31. 31, so he's going to take half. Okay. Anybody else? Tulia needed that great power, greater expense, because I rolled a 1 and then a 20. Ooh. Oh, wow, okay, so. <laughs> So you'll they take, say, greater power comes greater expense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you'll take half damage. Uska got a 24 and Lyra got a 21. With the plus four? Yeah, with the plus four. Okay, so Lyra's going to take full damage. Uska meets beats. Ooh. How the boys doing, Ick? Or Brooks? Ickmer with a 24. And okay, meets beats. Bear Bear with a 23. Oof. Oh, no. Not ready. <laughs> Bear's going to take full damage. So uh, for the group, full damage is 54 cold damage. Half damage is 27. Okay. Lopper's going to take full. Eclipse is only going to take uh, half because I actually did get a 24 for Eclipse. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't ask for your other characters. It's okay. Everyone else came in. Yeah. It's uh, 27. Uh, but that is what she does. Five foot steps, cast that spell. Don't really have a move action that I want to use or a move equivalent. So it is Tulia's turn. Okay. Uh, do we do Eclipse's um, gaze? Gaze. No. I Yeah, no, because I remember thinking about it and I have to roll like a two or higher. <laughs> and to the loppers, right? Yes. I'll roll both. All right, well, I got a 14 on Eclipses, so I know I'm fine there. Mm-hmm. On the Lopper, I can never remember his saves. Does it? Is it 24? Uh, this one is 23. Okay, well, I got a 13 on the die for a 24. Okay, so you're good. I couldn't remember. I, th- I thought it was a an odd number, and I was worried it was going to be a 25. <laughs> All right. Tulia cannot see the one and can only see the fluffy one. All right, so... um. Tulia is going to move up the equivalent of 
30 feet in difficult terrain, so 15 feet. And now she can see both of them. Mm-hmm. And... Now go ahead and give me a uh, fortitude save. Oh, another one, yes. Are you averting your eyes at all? No. 12 plus 11. 23. It's beats. Nice. Amazing. Okay, well, I don't know. I I feel like I just want to do another magic missile. I don't know if I want to use all these spells. Magic missile on which one? The fluffy one again. Okay. Want to roll me against spell resisted? Yes, I do. 20. 20 total? Mm-hmm. Spell fizzles. Okay, well, I did only roll a five. <laughs> okay. Man, I um, that's a... That feels a little high. I guess it's not when I have a plus 18 normally, but... Fairly high. Yeah. Yes. This kitten is going to take a five-foot step back, and I think we're going to do the same thing. It's not quite far enough. Um, So this time, Tulia is not going to have the plus four, but the other three that had the plus four are still going to have it uh, as another cone of cold. Shoots through the potty. I'm, I, I I may just be completely wrong on this, which is fair. But like, this is around a corn. Like, this is is this is this really how a cone works? Like, if it starts from where they're starting it, this is like Lyra and Durin are down the hallway around a corner, like way around a bend. Yeah, and it, and it, and it is within like when but you it drop impacts the, cone, the whole like hallway. You know what I mean? You guys are like at the opening of the hallway. So like it emanates from here just because it doesn't emanate through this rock doesn't mean it doesn't emanate up and through here. Mm, I, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, if the, maybe if there was a wall there. like Yeah, like if this was closed off or you guys yeah, closed like, the door, yeah. like it couldn't impact you. But Okay, as long as, as long as we operate under that like that operating law, I think that makes sense. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like the same thing as with a like channel like if there is a wall completely through you in mm-hmm. the channel it doesn't work but like if you're no I, I i see what you're saying here this this does make sense but that's why i'm giving you guys the full cover rules yeah. um well matumbe got a natural 20 so he's good he's good no damage and then durin is definitely over the 24 even with the three on the die he's got a 23 reflex yeah, save yeah, and then good. 27 with the cover i rolled amazing Eclipse had a 16 on the die. Oh, shoot. I got to know what that is. I'm sure it beats a 24. 16 plus 11. And then the Lopper got a 15 on the die plus 6. Doesn't meet. Yeah, so the Lopper's going to take full damage. That's 21. Again. Okay. And then Tulia got an 18 on the die plus 12. She's fine. Natural 24. Ikmer and Airbear got a 13 on the die, so he is going to pass as well. Sounds good. And then Uskin got a natural 20 for a 39 with that bonus. Not a nat 20. And then Lyra squeaked in with a 24 if this one has the same save. Yes, it does. So those of you that saved will take 25. I believe the Lopper is the only one that failed. We'll take the full 50, and then Matumbe obviously takes nothing. Eclipse is going to take 50, and the Lopper will take 25. Are you doing that like... Yeah. Things so he doesn't die or whatever? You. Two full hits of that is hard. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, 
Yeah, it, yeah, it, it would have seemed better. Yeah. Um, okay. That is both Chitin's turn, and now it's Dern's turn. Well, the fluffy Chitin did take a five-foot step, but at least 80% of that token is still well within Dern's line of sight, so he's going to do exactly the same thing that he did last time. He steadies his shot, pulls a bomb off of his bandolier, attaches it to an arrow, and lets it fly. So bullseye shot is in effect. See how I do. That's a seven on the die. We are going up to a 37. Yep, you got it. Sweet. All right, same situation as last time. Let's see if I can punch through DR with the arrow damage. Oh, sweet. It's better than last time, which just failed. Which was one below. And now it's 10. Oh. <laughs> so it gets exactly negated. Exactly negated. Um, but that being said, the bomb lodges in this lady, explodes, 29 points of good damage, and then I will need a fortitude save. 29 points of good damage. Fortitude save. Yes, sir. Ooh, natural 19. Should oh, do you it. got it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, the bomb explodes, and he's planning on keeping up the artillery as long as he can, but that's yeah. the end of his turn. Yeah, you guys have consistently been getting good damage on both sides, stopping the regeneration, which is huge. Uska. Air Bear heals five, right? Yes. Yep. At the start of her turn. Air Bear is going to heal five hit points as she takes five. Beat you to it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And they've been doing a lot of damage to the party. I don't want anyone to go down. I know we had a couple of us that failed some of the saves here. Since Uska's right in the middle of the party and everyone is within 30 feet of her and she can see everyone, thankfully... The chitons are outside. Oh, no, wait. Oh, but she's up in the air. They're like right at... Yeah, this one stepped away from you. 30 feet. All right, so she is good to channel. You can definitely exclude the one you can see too, but the other one is is, is way further than that. Perfect. And... Uska thinks back to the passage in the book she read this morning, and we're going to increase this by two. Ooh, nice. Nice. Yeah. You know, this is really good, because Tulia's non-lethal is getting pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, increasing your channel healing by two is not a lot, but then you figure you're healing, like, ten people at the same time. Like, that adds up. Mm-hmm. It's good. 37 yeah, I mean, points it- of healing. Min- Hell yeah. Minimizing it, it's like 20 points of healing just, right. just across everybody. I think, yeah, like on the tin, it doesn't look like it's that much of a bonus, but two across a whole bunch of characters is huge. Non-lethal's gone. And now we also have a roll twice. Beautiful, because I have a feeling we're going to need to do saves. Yep. <laughs> Maybe a couple. And final part of her action Uska cackles to extend the protective luck. Hopefully it could get used. Oh, thanks. Lyra, you're up. The hallway is much clearer now. Yes, it is. Thank goodness. Lyra is going to move up so that she is within 30 feet of the party and she moves up 15 feet, which is going to take 30 feet with the difficult terrain. 
So now she has everyone close enough for her sonic boost. Hmm. I'm tempted to heal again, but I would like to just take these guys out. I said take them out. You can do it. If you have anything strong enough to do that. I don't know. Yeah, if she has a spell that wouldn't hurt everyone else in the way while doing that. That's the tough part when Lyra fights uh, enemies immune to cold, because that's like, that's where you have those cool mystery things. Yeah, cold, cold is damage. is a good one. She does have some neat abilities with cold. And then Sonic, but a lot of those are cones. Just give the gang earplugs. <laughs> Or if you're going to do the brown note, make everybody go into the previous room. (laughs) (laughs) Durin's still there. Yeah, Durin's still there. Oh, thank God. (laughs) God. For for some reason... The usury forms. (laughs) Still hasn't left the shit room. (laughs) I imagine he's like an NPC on a, a, like, escort mission and he's just like he's stuck <laughs> where the door yeah. opened oh, yeah. he's, he's like stuck hey, in the shit room he's, yeah he's stuck on like a little ledge can't move forward <laughs> <laughs> the movement animation is happening but he's not moving right <laughs> he keeps clipping into the shit yeah. we learned that these creatures are vulnerable to fire right absolutely ooh Got any sick burns you were laying on? So I do have a little bit of cleansing fire, which is also a good spell, and it does fire damage. So this is cast from a, a touched point. So she is going to touch the ground um, underneath Uska right in front of her, and a ring of fire surrounds the area with a 30-foot radius ring and it doesn't hurt any adjacent creatures but it does uh, deal 2d6 points of fire damage to any creatures that pass through it or are in the fire and uh, 4d6 for undead creatures so it's just that outer ring and it also attempts to dispel all ongoing spell effects with the evil descriptor within it and any attempt okay. to cast a spell with the evil, evil descriptor inside of the ring, it's targeted by dispel magic, attempting to counterspell. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. Yeah, there is spell resistance to this, so I can roll that for the one that's in the yeah, fire. Yeah, roll it for the one that's in there. Um, and I would say, you know, unfortunately these guys aren't undead, but mm-hmm. like if you were to cast this in an area with the undead, like this would attempt to counteract the desecrate and the um unhallow and stuff that's in there i will have to do that then uh this is a 27 against 27 beats awesome and there is no saving throw okay so i just take a straight 2d6 i can roll those that is five points of fire damage Okay, seems like more than that. And do I hit the other one, too? Uh, the other one is just outside. Darn, okay. Like. Um, yeah, and it's a it's a point touched, right? Yes. I was going to say, like, you know, if you could see that one, I'd say you could maybe, like, try and calculate how to get to it, but I don't think you can see that one, so. No, she can't. So, yeah, it's just outside, unfortunately. But that means if it wants to move into melee, it has to walk into this fire, basically. Yep. And she can 
Uh, keep this up with concentration for up to 14 rounds. Cool. Now, how does this work if I'm in it? So, for instance, the one that is in it, do I continue to take fire damage every turn or? It says if you manifest a portion of the ring in a square that contains a creature, that creature takes damage as if it passed through the ring. So, I think if you don't move, oh. So, if I don't go back, so if I don't go out and then back in. Yeah, I guess. Oh, oh, if I don't if I don't move through, like if I'm not moving through the area of the ring, I don't take it, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if you start your turn in the ring. Would you take the damage? That's yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out here. If it's like it's kind of vague with the verbiage pass through, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, does that mean I'm walking in any portion of the ring? Does that mean I'm walking into the ring for the first time? Usually when it's an effect like that, it says, when you enter the spell effect for the first time, you take X amount of damage, like a wall of fire or something. What level spell is this? Fifth level. Okay. We're going to treat it as every round that okay. I'm in here, I think. I think yeah, that's, a, that's a quick, fair ruling. Yeah. Once once around, if you're in it, yeah. take it. Yeah, I think, you know, passing through in my mind is moving through or being in any part of the circle that, you know... Mm-hmm. Maybe by the end of my turn, though, so I can like I can step out of this without taking it. You know what I mean? Because I because you cast it on me for this mm-hmm. one. So, okay, very cool spell, Matumbe, you're up. All right, Matumbe is standing next to the uh, snowman stack of the Lopper and Eclipse, and he's going to turn to them and say, "Move forward. We will coordinate our strikes." Meaning that he's going to delay until they until after they go because they're gonna get up there and then he will also take a five foot step after they do and then benefit from the blades above and below and outflank. But if I move up before they do, I don't benefit from those things. All right, so I'm just gonna move you in initiative to after eclipse and Ikmer, you're up. He is going to take a five foot step forward and full attack. Okay. Oh, starting off with a 44. Yep, 44 hits. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see if I can confirm that. But uh, unfortunately, my next one's highest was a 28, so. Okay. No so yeah, see if you can confirm. Well, with a natural one, that's fun. And what's also fun is that I'll be able to, try and bite me. to cut through. 32 damages. 32 damage. I don't like that. Are you using any of your natural attacks? Oh, yeah. Obviously. I forget. You put the helmet on, too, mm-hmm. right? So you got a bite and a gore. And if you're within 30 feet of Lyra, you get the sonic damage. <laughs> Let's see. I can't see both of you. That looks like 30 feet to me. Oh, yeah. Yay. As the crow flies. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's a wall there, but as the crow flies. <laughs> Hmm, that's an extra six damage. Extra six Sonic. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, The bite attack only goes to a 23. 23, nope. Oh, and uh, another natural one on the gore attack. He's still learning. Yeah, he's still figuring out that gore. That is the extent of his turn. When it comes to that gore, he's uh, globally lukewarm. <laughs> Eclipse. All right, Eclipse is going to take a five foot fly up. She's going to attack twice. Okay. Oh, 
All right. So on the first one, got 34. 34 hits. Great. And on the second one, I got a natural 20. Ooh. Let's go. So I'm going to try and roll to confirm. Judicious force in effect. So that's a plus four? Plus four. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, but um, I pulled a Durin, which means a 20, then a one. (laughs) Oh, You just did that earlier. Yep. Yep. That happens. It only just happened the same combat, yep. too. That's tough, but it's two hits. That is two hits, and two hits is two hits, so. Uh, let's see. All right. It's going to be 40 damage for the first hit. Ooh, that is a... And 34 damage for the second. Yeah, that is a very dead kite. Yay! Yeah. Noise. What's the lopper doing? The lopper is <laughs> going to... Ooh... I could reach in one go. Yeah. Is this difficult terrain? No. You're gonna take an ow either way, but Yeah. Yeah, you could you can make it in one go either either way there. Alright, well, sign me up for that. Ow. Oh. Oof. Thirty-one. Will not hit. Nice. Yeah. Alright. So now he's up here and he's gonna headbutt. You want a vital strike? Yes, I am vital striking head, but I was just making sure everything is on. Technically, I'm also power attacking. So, Ooh. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? I know this won't hit because I got a 31. It does not hit. I need a 32, don't I? Yep. Damn it. <laughs> However, it's Matumbe's turn. Does Matumbe move down the conga line of every other? <laughs> I think he's got to. So Eclipse cleaned up the one that was close to him. By the way, I don't think we've called this out. Uh, we've been calling them chitons, but we've rolled crazy on these knowledge checks. Matume hasn't even rolled a knowledge check yet because yeah. we've learned plenty. But I can see on Foundry that they're chiton libitinari. Yes. Which I was like, ooh, I've taken Latin in high school. That sounds Latin. And I looked it up and uh, libitinarius is, uh, means undertaker. So they're chitin undertakers. Mm, Very nice. Cool. Um, and then, so Matumbe is going to charge through Air Bear, through Ikmer, through uh, the Lopper <laughs> to threaten this chitin undertaker lady. And I'm sure pick up an AOO as um, she has combat reflexes. Uh, that is a 39. Oh, man. Meets beats with all of the buffs. No. Does not meet speeds because I have my swarm scatter in effect as I move through my face. Oh, yeah. nice. yep. <laughs> Be- because, because the halo happens as you're running through your friends. Oh yeah. my goodness. It's a bark skin, which I got from a friend, uh, one of Eclipse's characters. I think it was yeah. Julia. <laughs> the uh, Inquisitor shit coming through my friends, and then um, the uh, fucking other thing I have for AOOs. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's threatening. And he is going to, like, I mean, it's the same type of creature, but it's a different creature. So I can't, I don't think I don't can continue my bane for free. I guess he's just going to. Yes, you can. Skin. You can continue. Uh, you can, you can always continue the same type of bane. Oh, it's it just, it has type. to be the same, the same type creature. of creature. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's the same type. Then he's going to do it. That's like the difference between studied target and bane. Got it. Like, I was going under those rules. Yeah. Just not correct. Ooh, all right. That is going to definitely do it. I got a 10 on the die. We're going up close to 40, and yep. the AC was 32. So, all right. Oh, Jesus. Awful, awful damage there. <laughs> I hate what happens. 
19 points of damage, but with the Bane, that's good damage or good equivalent, so it'll cut through. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that's his full turn. All right, Air Bear. He's got to st- take a five foot step forward and finish her off. Oh, I think we're going to do it. It's a 32, 44, 38, and a 34. Yeah. She's got 10 hit points left, so what's it look like? Oh, <laughs> he slashes through her, and this the chains are like butter through uh, through his, his wakazashis, and then still with the with blood showing through the the snow that came from this creature and through the cones of cold walks around the corner pointing his wakazashis at both of the stoners on the couch across the lounge and say who's next there is a special a two for one special going on and going to chain challenge uh, either of the stoners on the on the couch, <laughs> sitting on the couch, <laughs> turns to the other one. Whoa, man! Tonight has literally been like a movie. <laughs> and Ikmer from also comes from around the corner, standing tall and proud, says, "Do fries come with that special labor?" <laughs> All right. Finish your trace. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc. and used with permission.